Welcome to the College Investor Audio Show, where we talk about the biggest issues impacting millennial money, from student loan debt to side hustles to building wealth. We will show you how to get out of debt so that you can build real wealth for the future. Hello and welcome to the show today. So glad you are here as we take a look at the best student loan alternatives. Love it. Let's get right to it. So being a college student may require you to figure out some ways to actually pay for the school without taking on a huge amount of debt. Perhaps it means working part-time or even longer hours in the summer. It might entail researching for scholarships and grants. Some students use the GI Bill to cover the costs after deployment. It's certainly a challenge to cover your tuition and living expenses when you're a college student on a budget. And according to the Education Data Initiative, by the way, the average public university loan student borrowed $31,410 to complete their degree. Phew! Using federal loans to pay for a university education might seem like it's the only way to go, but those loans usually have to be repaid. Plus, a lot of people, including international students and people with DACA status, aren't eligible to fill out the FAFSA. So let's now take a look at the best student loan alternatives, because if you're trying to find some alternatives to student loans, these are the best places to start. First of all, let's take a look at grants. Grants are a form of financial aid that doesn't need to be repaid. Boom! One of the most famous grants is, of course, the Pell Grant. You may have heard of it, which is a grant issued to people on the basis of financial need. There are several federal grants available for qualified individuals, who complete the FAFSA. You might also qualify for one of the myriad grants designed to help different groups through college. And then, of course, scholarships. Just like grants, scholarships don't need to be repaid. A lot of schools offer both merit and need-based scholarships, but you don't have to limit your search for scholarships to those offered by your school either. Just spending a few hours per week researching and applying for scholarships can yield hundreds or even thousands of dollars to help you pay for school. And don't worry if you're not an all-star athlete or a once-in-a-generation genius. <laughs> you can find scholarships for everything from civic engagement to even having high bowling scores. I love bowling! You can also work during your degree, even before COVID hit. Many universities cater to working adults who needed to earn their degree while working a full-time job. Some of these online programs, like the one at Western Governors University, are specifically designed to be both affordable and flexible. In a survey we conducted at the College Investor, 75% of students would still choose to work even if they didn't have to. Work seems to be an integral part of college life. So, if you can hold down a full-time job and live frugally, you can minimize debt during your degree and escape debt faster once you graduate. Now let's talk about income share agreements. So income share agreements, or ISA for short, often used as a way to fund coding boot camps or other non-accredited job programs. Under an ISA, you'll pay a portion of your income to the institution for a limited period of time. And then once that time is up, your loan, I guess, is considered complete. The ISA is a great alternative to a private loan because there's actually a cap on how much it will affect your cash flow. Unfortunately, though, you might end up overpaying for your education because the share of your income remains stable no matter how much you earn. 
Let's talk about employer-paid tuition, too. A lot of large employers will cover some or even all of your college or graduate school costs if you continue to work for the organization during your education. Many employer sponsorship programs require you to keep a certain GPA or to pay for your classes and submit a reimbursement request. So just make sure that you understand the full program before you enroll in classes. You don't want to be left covering thousands in tuition costs that you kind of weren't expecting. Savings. One of our favorite alternatives to loans. Saving several thousand dollars in high school can help you cover quite a few expenses during college. Having money in the bank may allow you to cover transportation costs so that you can take on a college internship, for instance. It can also help you avoid credit card debt with your textbook costs. And when they're like 300 bucks a piece and they're not available online, on top of your own savings, your parents or even your grandparents may have set aside some money for you in a 529 plan or another savings account. Use it wisely. And be careful when it comes to private loans. Our first choice for loans is always federal student loans. Federal student loans offer income-driven repayment plans and in a lot of cases pathways to loan cancellation or even loan forgiveness. Of course, always seek to minimize your loans by living frugally and hustling when you can. If you aren't eligible for federal student loans, carefully consider private loans. But the interest rates on private loans can be quite high, some in excess of 10%, and they usually don't have income-driven repayment plans. That means your post-college payments can be very high, even if your income is modest. So make sure to consider how much you realistically expect to earn after college before you take on these loans. If money will be too tight, you may want to delay college to earn and save more money. Student loan alternatives to avoid. All right, here we go. Getting your degree is absolutely important and it can unlock higher paying jobs and better professional opportunities, but a degree isn't something to pursue at all costs. These higher interest debts aren't worth taking on. Credit cards. Okay, credit cards are an incredible financial tool in some circumstances, and even as a college student, you might qualify for a credit card with a limit of several thousand dollars. You might be tempted to use that credit line to pay for living expenses, books, and other non-tuition-related expenses, but people who are paying interest on their cards pay an average of 20.4% APR. Not good. It's easy to get sucked right into using credit cards in college only to find yourself stuck in a lot of debt. Avoid using credit cards, and if you do, try to pay it off in full to avoid high interest rates. Title loans and payday loans. A title loan or a payday loan will never get you thousands of dollars to cover your tuition. But they may cover an inexpensive computer or a few books until you get paid. The trouble with these short-term loans is the obscenely high interest rates. They carry rates in excess of 100% annually. Ludicrous. With the interest rates and fees, most people just can't repay the loan in full after two weeks. People are stuck renewing their loan month after month. Even working overtime may not be enough to pay off this loan in full. It's like you got to win the lottery. <laughs> Avoid title and payday loans during your college years at all costs. It may be better to work more and slow down earning your degree 
than to get trapped in these high-cost loans. Take steps now to minimize your student debt later. In some cases, a debt-free degree actually could be a reality. Choosing a low-cost program, earning money during school, and using your own or even your parents' savings could allow you to avoid debt altogether. But in other cases, avoiding student loan debt completely just isn't possible. But that doesn't mean you should throw up your hands and sign up for the maximum amount of loans you can. Combining some of these alternatives we talked about today to student loans and living frugally and choosing lower-cost programs can help you minimize student loan debt. And that is our show for today. I hope it just gave you some ideas because we want you to avoid debt as much as possible and live in freedom, financial freedom, as quickly as possible as well. Thanks so much for stopping by today. If you want to find out all about these different ideas and get more ideas on student loan alternatives and even a hundred different side hustle ideas, you can see it all at thecollegeinvestor.com. Also, follow us on social media. We'd love to get to know you, and you can ask your questions there as well. Just follow us by searching for The College Investor. You'll find us. Thanks again for stopping by today, and we will talk to you again real soon.